Hey, Max. How's it going? What's going on? How's it going? How's it going? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. I'm, yes, I'm excited sir. to get going. Me too. Are we Let's recording? Yeah, we are recording. Okay. What's up, Gen- everybody? Gentlemen. Yes, sir. Gentlemen. Max. Alex. go. <laughs> How are we doing? What's up? I'm doing good, my boys. I'm doing good. Yeah. All good. Doing great, actually. Doing great. Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good right now. Max, thank you for joining <laughs> us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Nice. Thank, you thank you for jumping on, man. No problem, no problem. When I got the text, I said I had to get on and help out. <laughs> my yeah, boy absolutely. Max, my boy Max has never been shy to share his opinions. <laughs> never. I love to hear that. There we go. Yeah. He loves to talk, I think, though. He's perfect for that. I, I love to talk. That's a, that's a common theme among people that get on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't yeah. shy. We don't shy from opinions. Absolutely not. Hey, Caleb. What's going on? How's it going? Doing good, doing good. How you guys doing? Good. good. Welcome to the party. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's up? What's going on? Well, thank you all for, for hopping on. Welcome back to uh, On the Fast Break NBA Talk with uh, with Alex back again here with, with Tigo and, and Caleb and a very special guest today, um, Max. Yeah, um, him and Tigo played at IIT together. Um, Tigo, I might let, let you guys talk about that a little bit if you, if you, if you wish. Um, that was one of my main questions. But you guys, you guys played ball together. For, for a long time, became close friends. And now we got Max on the pod here to tell us about some of his experiences, what he's got going on, and uh, get some NBA takes going. Yeah. Um, we do have a special, special guest on here today. My former teammate, uh, Max. Um, Max, uh, he now plays pro ball in Japan. Um, he played... He, he pretty much was playing at a pro level when he played at Illinois Tech. And so I think he's one of the few athletes to actually go pro coming out of our school. So shout out to Max for that. Um, Max, that's enough of an intro for you. Do you want to kind of talk about your experience playing college ball, um, kind of how our early relationship and how we hated each other and then Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, he's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, talk about your college experience, man. You earned that, though. You earned that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We it was so I'll, I'll, early on. I'll talk about it. I'll talk okay, about it. All right, take it away. Um. So yeah. So I finished high school in Las Vegas. And I uh, ended up committing to IIT to go play uh, basketball there and also study architecture. And uh, I got there, and it was Tigo, uh, another guy named Viggs, and another guy named Durs. And they were the captains of the team, the seniors. And uh, we had a pretty stacked team that year. Like, we had, like, four, like, three, like, projected All-Americans. Um, and so I came in um, off – I was the player of the year back in Vegas, so I came in with – and a state championship title winner. I came in with just a lot of ambition, just wanted to be a starter, wanted to be a contributor on the team. And uh, these guys were, were definitely one of the, uh, the the pillars that were trying to, you know, test me. And every day in practice, <laughs> it would be just 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 straight warfare, you know. And uh, straight warfare, just straight warfare, man. <laughs> and. Uh, I mean, we're talking about D three warfare. Like, we're we're not doing this for for the for the fame for the <laughs> the girls. Like, there's there's none of that. Like, we're literally like you gotta love hoop to want to play D three ball because right. there's really nothing to gain yeah. from it. There's really nothing to gain from it. So, um, yeah, we just uh, we we started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> I, I came in with a pretty loud personality because that's who I am and. Uh, they weren't really having it, but it was uh, <laughs> it was it was good learning for me to to get my feet wet into the college realm and see like what I was going to be going up against every night uh, when we played games. And I will say like they got me prepared for that because in practice they threw elbows, they were dirty talking shit, just just a lot of a lot of a lot of necessary 
leadership and and just you know challenges that they that they they had me go through as a as a freshman. Um, so yeah, that was that was my introduction to um, college ball. I love right. I love that time. I used to talk so much smack to Matt. Okay, <laughs> so okay, side questions. You go. You remember that one time we went to go play in Lincoln Park? Yeah. You wasn't. You weren't talking at all. I'm like, dang, this man is a silent assassin. Yeah, no. I I adopted a new personality when they came okay. to, to training with Max Isitaki, just because. <laughs> The kid came in with so much energy, so much ambition, a track record of winning. I'm like, bro, IIT doesn't know how to win a basketball game. We haven't been really good at doing that for the last couple of years. Um, yeah. You know, if you really want to, you know, do all these things, then you're going to have to go through the gauntlet because, like, either you're going to be our savior or you're going to be the death of our team. It was one or the right. other. And Max put the, you know, after trials and tribulations, arguments and hugs and all that, are the highs and the lows. Very few hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Very few. A couple, you know. A couple I, I can barely even remember those ones. I think there's one. There's maybe one. There's maybe one. But, but. Yeah, he took he took the team on his back, and we went a long, long way. Honestly, I didn't even put I didn't put the team on my back until senior year. My first my first two years, I was just more of like a a, a like I was more of a like just like a solid solid key, uh, key to the team, like a piece to the team to the puzzle. But mm-hmm. our point guard Ant was really like he really put the team on on his back. He was our PG from Whitney Young, and uh, him and Malik House, those two really put the team on their on our on their back when I was young, when I was a freshman and sophomore. It wasn't until they graduated and left that I like I had to step up, and that right. is what actually made me want to go pro. Because when I first came to IIT, I didn't want to go pro, bro. Like I wanted to go be build skyscrapers. I wanted to be an architect full time. Right after right. college, and yeah. um, my coach, Coach Kelly, he um, he used to always be like, you know, you can play pro, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I, I honestly didn't even believe I could. I was like, no, nah, I don't think I can. Like, I don't think I'm that good enough to play pro. And uh, he's like, if you take it serious, you can. And I was like, I'm right. good. I just want to be an architect. And so um, my junior year, the end of junior year, Anthony and he quit in the middle of the season. And at the time, I was probably like the second or third best player. And we had another guy named Jake DiGiorgio who was really good, like a beast on the boards and in the post. Jake, Jake and, was always, he's a 20 and 10 guy. Yeah, no, 15 and 10. 15 and 10, solid. Like, 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 like 10 and 10, but like he could go off for 20 any night. Exactly. And he wasn't scared to shoot. But um, like Josh, Jake was the, the hardest worker, bro. Like, and he used to push me. Like we – we used to push each other because we were so competitive of who's going to get that the most minutes because we played the same position. And I would start, coach would start me, and he would bring Jake off the bench, but we would play the same amount of minutes. So we were competing for minutes with each other. And so, like, Jake made me such a better basketball player. And when Ant quit, that's when I was like, all right, like, if we're going like, to have any success in the tournament, I got to step up. And then that's when I was like, you know what? Like, I want to be a pro, bro. Like, I can actually do this shit. I just started playing like like a fucking demon, bro. And my senior year, oh, my God, bro. Like, I put in so many hours in the gym over the summer. And I just turned into a demon and just killed everything my senior year, bro. And and that's what opened up the opportunity to play professionally because I took advantage of that senior year. I left it all on the table. And I got calls from agents. And they they helped me get money overseas and offers contracts overseas now. Wow. And now, like, what's crazy is, like, I never even thought that that was possible. And now I've been able to make a living. Like, literally, I don't say this to, to boast in any way, but it blows my mind. And it's, like, crazy. Like, I literally have made more money in basketball in the first three years than I would have in architecture if I would have right. chosen architecture. 
And like, I never even thought that that was possible. And I just like made a decision one day, like, no, I want to take my life in this route. And I just, I just burned the boats, bro. And I was like, you know what? This is the only option I got now. And I just, I ran with it, you know? That's, that's now, what it takes. Now, you put your mind to it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I've always yeah, I've always believed that if you put your mind to something, you could do anything. For sure. Matt, Absolutely. I got a little follow-up question for you. You talked yeah. about how Todd Kelly used to say, hey, I could, I, you could go pro. You could go pro. But yeah. one thing I remember when you came in was our other coach, Nunu, was always in your ear talking about, you know, play above the rim, dunk the basket. Always play above the play rim. Play physical. I noticed in your senior year, especially if I like, you know, reviewing your highlights, you started playing above the rim, Facts. like like no other. Like you were a Facts. different person. Kind of, what did you work on in the off season, or who did you work with? Like, what was the focus to help you get to that level to where you were just comfortable playing above the rim twenty four seven? Yeah, Tigo. It's funny that Tigo asked that question because he's the one who was in the gym with me over that summer where I got my <laughs> when my bounce went up. So he's he knows what I did. So like when I was my first two or three years of college, I was in the summertime. I was mostly like doing architecture internships and then like just like going to the beach with Tigo with our friends, like going out to the clubs on Thursday, Friday, Saturday <laughs> night. And um, I wasn't really like, like I was traveling. I went to Europe for like a month with my cousin and my family. I'll go to Hawaii a little bit. I wasn't really locking in like in the summer. It was more like, all right, we just played a long season. I, I just had a long year of school. Let me like take a break this summer. Um, and then my se- going into my senior year, I was like, all right, now I got to really like step this shit up if I'm going to be All-American because that was my goal, to be All-American. Mm-hmm. And um, I started waking up at 6 a.m. I started going to uh, LA Fitness across the street on King Drive with uh, one of my teammates, Miles and Tigo. And then I'd have an internship from 8. So we'd get a workout in at 6. We'd go to our jobs at 8. I'd get home at 5. I'd go to the gym with one of my other teammates, Paco or Tigo. And we'd work out on the court for another two hours. So then I get a workout in from five to seven. And then there's this thing called Chicago Basketball Club. And it was like all the pros in, from Chicago, like Jabari Parker, Talon Horton Tucker, man, Ty Odiasi, like just about 15 real professionals. And they would invite me to the runs like twice a week. So the runs would be from like nine to 11. And we, I would just go to those and just like play fives, bro, with NBA overseas pros, bro. And like that, my confidence took off when I started doing that. Tigo knows I changed as a player when I started going to those because I started to see like, oh my God, I can hang with these guys. Like I was cook, I, was, I wasn't the best player there. I wasn't the worst. I was just right in the middle. And like for me coming from a D3, I never played against any talent like that. So that was like the first time I was like, holy shit, like I can hang with pros. And so right. collab that, I, I, I mixed that like increased competition with more work ethic. So I was getting three workouts in a day, plus my internship every single day, five days a week. And I wasn't going out anymore. Like Tigo even remembers, I stopped going out because I was like, it's just taken away from my, my gains. Like I'm not getting better if I'm always going out. So I, go, I would go out like maybe once a month, twice a month, if it was like a special occasion. Yeah. And, and um, that's and definitely then, a switch went off in you, bro. I remember he seen it because we were roommates. We were roommates that off. summer. Me and we Eagle were roommates it. that he, summer, so that's he why we were going to gym. waking me up, and I was the only old guy in the house. Crack of dawn before the sun is up, and and you know, I think maybe twice a month I maybe made it to those early morning workouts. <laughs> I was over the summer too, but I'd be yeah, like, I, I'd be like knocking on his door, like get your ass up. He's like, I was get like, the, hey, like, I got get, you, get out of here, bro. I got you in the afternoon support, bro. I got you in the afternoon. Yes, he would totally. He'd be like, I got your afternoon support. Cause he's trying to do squats at like six o'clock in the morning. And like two, like, like, three hundred. We're trying to do like three hundred abs at max. Max, not in the morning, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then after he came back playing all these pros and overseas pros, it was annoying because I couldn't score a point on him to save my life. Oh. It was <laughs> like back in the day I could maybe catch him 
every four sure, games sure. and king of sure. king of the court, but after that, it was just annoying. It was just annoying. But sure. <laughs> I would say, like to 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 answer your question specifically about my bounce, my bounce has always been unique. Like I've always had bounce, but it was my mentality that changed that summer. Like I went from being like. A, the p word you know to to like being just a just a just an animal bro like just a dog like and like and like i remember there was a game and malik malik house one of our shooting guards from detroit he was a dog and when i was a sophomore i was not a dog and they kind of used to like not like clown me but like i just wasn't really in with the posse because i wasn't like a dog like i wasn't like that i was still like a young boy and I remember he graduated uh, the year before my senior year. Yeah. And he came back for, like, a, a game in November. And that was my senior year. And it was halftime, and he came down to talk to the team. And I just remember, like, like at the time, I was so different as a person and as a player um, my senior year from my sophomore year. And he hadn't seen me in a while. And when he saw me at the locker room, like, and I'm, I'm amped up because I'm trying to win this game. And I'm like – I'm not smiling. I'm angry because we're down. Like, he saw me, and, like, he, the look in his eyes is like, no, shit, this is a different Max. Like, this is not the same Max that I remember my sophomore year. And I remember, like, kind of, like, recognizing how he saw me different, and I had, like, clicked that, like, oh, sh- oh, snap. Like, nah, I really have, like, found my dog. Like, I found my dog. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, for sure. And once I found my dog, I never let go of it. Like, I, I've had that ever since, bro, because – like that's how you win that's where success is in when you find your dog and that's like for me that dog is just you don't you don't stop when it's painful like you don't you feel pain but you don't care how painful shit is like you're gonna keep going you're gonna (laughs) do whatever you it takes to make sure you get what you want to get and and that when i found that bro that's when shit changed that's when that's when it changed Tigo, Tigo sure. was a witness of that. He saw the evolution, like firsthand. We hung out. Every it was an evolution day. every an single evolution. day. And uh, I remember, I, I look at your senior mixtape right before this interview, and I remember your senior year because I was excited to go to home games. I was at those home games. One of the craziest in-person dunks I've ever seen was. <laughs> You know exactly what I'm talking about. Bro, this, overtime posted that dunk. Overtime posted my yeah, dunk. So, yeah, so Max, I, I think there was like a couple seconds left on the shot clock. It was like two seconds or something like that. So they had to do an inbounds play that was at the rim. Like typically it's just, you know, you throw it at the rim, your big guy just taps it in. Max, I I swear it looked like his arm grabbed it from like, in between the foul line and the in the in the basket and you just like oh my god the entire bench was up the crowd didn't know how to react it was one of those things where you just weren't ready for it Mm -hmm. and he had never been that explosive to his senior years like i said switch turns off if you want to biggest advice i have for any athletes out there if you want to make it be serious that switch has got to go off from you to where you, this is your only option. And I think Max, because Max, architecture ain't easy at, at Illinois Tech. Alex, you know this. Your mom sure. is a huge part of that community. Right. And, you know, architecture is a noble career. But, like, shout out, know. shout out Alex's mom. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is mom. One, um, one, of my, one of my architecture mentors. <laughs> shout out to Cynthia. Yes. <laughs> But, but, yeah. Kudos I took to one you. of her classes. I took her interior uh, design class. Shout out. No, I, I remember that on the on the COVID years during the COVID years yeah. when I was right. Yeah, yeah. When I was right. Summertime. Yeah. Summertime. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, Max, if you don't mind uh, me asking you a question, um, yeah. kind of what has like the overseas process been like? Like, what's what's mm. been going on? That's a that's a broad question but to just <laughs> break it, it down, down yeah. like, man it's um 
I'm not gonna lie, bro. It's it's a it's a very frustrating, difficult, and uncomfortable process, bro. Like, imagine never leaving the country for more than two weeks, and then for the first time in your life having to leave for ten months and live in an Asian country where you don't speak the language. And you have expectations and responsibilities to perform at the highest standard possible every single night, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, and you don't have friends. You don't have family. You're in the midst of COVID. So everything is just weird. Everything is just on, on just complete isolation mode. And, and you got to keep your mind right and, and still figure out how to stay mentally sharp to perform your job, the task at hand. And it's not college anymore. You're competing against people who have been professionals for 10 years, you know? Right. People who have been in the NBA. You know, I, I, I compete against someone who's been in the NBA every single weekend. There's so many mm-hmm. ex-NBA players in my league. So I'm expected to perform at my highest every single night. And, of course, I do. And um, But it's the... It's it's the, it's not just a, a like a hobby anymore. It's a full career, and I don't think right. people necessarily recognize that when they think about a pro athlete. Like it looks so cool to the outsider. Oh, like look how high he jumps, or look how many shots he can make from three, or like look how like how like explosive he is. But they don't understand that the things that you go through in your career that you hate. Like we we deal with that just as much. Like we just like like it's a career at the end of the day. It's a profession. It's a it's an. I don't have weekends. I don't have off days. We play Saturday, Sunday, and practice Monday through Friday. You know, right. mm-hmm. yeah, and practice. Sure. We have a lift at nine a.m. and we have practice from twelve to five. So I have an, and then I have to study film and you know like there's very little free time and. Mm-hmm. Now, and then, like, on the flip side of, like, work, I'm not even in America with my family. Like, I'm I'm busy every single day, and I'm in freaking Japan. Like, I'm not even right. in New York or Las Vegas or Chicago where, uh, like, where I do have some off time. I can go hang out with my family, or I can go to Thanksgiving dinner with my auntie and my grandma. No, I can't mm-hmm. do that. Like, I don't have that luxury anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. Um, Caleb, did you have a uh, question? I thought your question was was actually really uh, interesting. Yeah, I was just kind of curious, like, you know, when, when it comes to, like, game day and stuff like that, like, what exactly is your, like, routine and, like, just what what, what does it all entail? Mm. It's It's evolved over the years. Like, when I was in Chicago, I was – so my senior year, my coach told me, like, if we're going like, to – my goal was to be the All-American – and to win the national title. And he said, if we're going to do that as a team, like you have to be our best player. That's the only way we have a chance. And so I knew, like, if, okay, if I'm going to make this happen or give us a shot at doing this, I got to be the hardest worker. I got to put the most hours in, and I got to be the most focused and perform the best. So, like, my routine, my senior year, bro, like, I was – if we have a game, I'm getting – the game's at 7. I'm going at 9 a.m. with my teammate Miles, and we're getting shots up for an – hour hour and a half from nine to eleven then i'm going home going to the gym at like one at uh chicago at 24 hour fitness down on state street and i'm getting in like maybe like a little lift and then i'm going in the sauna and taking an ice bath to like get my mind right get it recharged and um and then i'm going home taking a nap eating like a healthy meal and then if the game's at seven and we got to get to the gym at like as a team, I'm getting there at 4.30. I'm going upstairs and I'm doing an hour workout by myself of like post moves, mid-range, threes, free throws, like full, like I'm talking like a full workout, but I'm dunking everything. I'm working on my reverse layups. Like I'm sweating afterwards. And then when everybody gets there at 5.30, I come back downstairs and we have our team meeting and then I do the warm up with the team and then we have our game. So like, I didn't even realize, bro, like, cause I, at the time I didn't know what it was like to be a pro. That was a pro right. routine right there. Like, nobody right. on my team was, <laughs> yeah. was doing that, bro. And, like, no one told me to do that, bro. Like, I just figured right. in my head, like, 
if I'm gonna fucking dominate, sorry, excuse my language, but if I'm gonna okay. dominate, if I'm gonna dominate this game, like I gotta prepare more than anybody else. Like that's just basic right. fundamentals. That's just basic, bro. Like everybody knows, like whoever puts the most work in gets the best results. And right. like I didn't know though that was a pro routine. And like now, like that's exactly what we do. If I have a game on Saturday. We get up at nine. We go to shoot around from nine to ten as a team. Then we mm-hmm. go home, take a nap. And if the game's at seven, we get to the gym at four. We do our warm up. We do our stretching, and then we go have our team meeting at five, five thirty. And then we get on the court for our warm up at like six. And then we warm up as a team, layup line shooting for about thirty minutes. And then the game starts at seven. And then after the game, I'll have like a pregame, a postgame. And that's my game. And then, and then I have an, another back-to-back on Sunday. So I play I play a game every Saturday, every Sunday, and every Wednesday. Yeah. So in college, it was once a week. Now, and it's not like a half-speed game. It's a full game, like a full college game, three right. back-to-back, and then Wednesday. So it's, oh, it's sure. every week. Every week matters. Every day matters. It's intense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. One last question for you before we uh, get on to the NBA talk. Thank you again uh, for, for coming on. Um, so I was just wondering, um, what has your biggest accomplishment been so far, and what's, 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 the, what's the next big goal? Mm, that's a great question. My biggest accomplishment would be receiving an offer. I didn't just receive. I worked my butt off for it. Earned an offer to play for one of the best teams in Japan and be one in Tokyo last year. Mm-hmm. And that's coming just knowing where I like to <laughs> that offer ignited so much like pride. Like I was so proud of myself to see the like, it's one thing for a team to be interested one thing for a team for the day I March 7, 2021, I'll never forget. I woke up to the email from my agent, and it was a 10-page book from the money, salary, with the terms, and the and at the bottom was their signature. From them. Like that feeling right there that I earned over the course of 10 years, 5, five 10 years, consolidated by one of the most proud feelings I've ever felt. There you go. There it is. And, uh, gold. <laughs> Max, and um, we're going to are y'all are you my big goal is to be on the Japanese team and compete on the world stage and a more I guess smaller goal to I don't put too like the championship is is interesting to me because like I want to do that, but not like winning an NBA championship or like the whole world sees or like because looks like I think we lost Max for a second. Yeah, I think Max was mm-hmm. he, he was having audio issues. I'll, I'll work with him. Yeah, back mm-hmm. on. Cool, sounds good. Yeah, that was, that's been super interesting so far. Yeah. Um, thank you again, Tigo, for for going all out, getting Max on. Yeah, of course. Um. So yeah, we'll let we'll let we'll let the uh, Max come back on. Um. For now, though, I guess I'll, I'll explain the docket for, for the rest of the pod. Um, in-season tournament. Um, games have been getting increasingly more and more entertaining and fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not as on top of my, my game uh, the last couple of days. I've been a little bit busy. But I don't think any tournament or any um, you know bracket games have been played yet. Is that that's right? Correct. Yeah, that's correct. I think but it starts uh, very soon. Monday, uh, tomorrow okay. looks like. Right. So, what I really like is that not all these teams that are here in this bracket are 
a regular playoff team that you would see. Like a, a mm-hmm. you know, so we'll get into that um, for sure. Um, two. Chicagoans, the Bulls are on a two-game win streak. Hey. <laughs> First one of the season, baby. <laughs> Man, and we need to get into Kobe White because, oh, my goodness, is he lighting it up. What is he? Yeah, I, I think he's averaging, oh, he's averaging, what, 24, 25 over the last eight games? Yeah, he's been out of his mind lately. Eight three-pointers last night. Really refreshing to see. Honestly. We'll, we'll get into some of that. Um, so that'll be good. Um, and then also the Clippers, um, kind of getting it together here. Um, which I honestly didn't think I'd be saying, (laughs) um, I thought it was just gonna be another failed experiment, but they are looking slowly like they're building some chemistry. Um, man, I mean, it's just that team is like normally when we hear of these super teams being put together, you know, KD, Kyrie, Harden, it's mm-hmm. all offense, iso ball. Okay, that's the base. But then there's no defense. This Clippers team is different because they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George as two of – and Ru- let me not leave out Russ too because he can lock right. up too. Right. It's guys that are willing to defend as well as pour it on on offense. Mm-hmm. So we'll kind of get into all that. Um Tigo, do you maybe want me to send a fresh link? Um, he says he's 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 coming back in right right now. So okay, cool. Hopefully, you see, it's not. I'm not the only one who deals with technical issues. Yeah, <laughs> <mm-mm, mm-mm. laughs> hey, te- I, honestly, like when kids are like associated with technology, I'm not one of those kids. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing with technology, honestly. Yeah, I just kind of, kind of go with the flow, see what's going on. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not bad with technology. I'm just, it's like nowadays, like every five years, you're a dinosaur compared to the last generation. <laughs> so, right. No, sure. I was listening to Elon Musk say, like, if we think about our computers from the '90s, that's like thinking about evolution when the period that there were like sponges compared to like now we have all these creatures (laughs) like that's really what i grew up on when it came to computers now now it's a whole new world and i'm just trying to catch up i'm just trying to catch up (laughs) honestly like i thought i was good with technology a couple years ago but man (laughs) i can't i can't (laughs) i can't keep up anymore man We'll see. Um, but yeah, um, what was I gonna, gonna say something? In season I'm watching, 10. I'm watching, I'm watching uh, Christian Watson get carted off the field right now. Oh. oh, what happened? He landed pretty awkwardly. He had like three guys tackle him on the sideline. Oh man, speedy recovery to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then, does anybody have anything that they want to kind of go over later on in this one? On top Ooh. of what, what I've got on the docket. Oh, some good oh, juicy docket. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about what we got. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, uh, actually, you know what might be a good place filler until until we get max back on is you go <laughs> what's what's the word with uh lincoln park runs what's going on with those nowadays um have you been lately well no it's you know chicago so it's a wee mm-hmm. bit cold outside i haven't <laughs> okay i yeah, haven't i mean not right now but... i haven't got around to lincoln park i do still <laughs> i do still occasionally uh get together with some boys on like on a monday and uh we'll hoop the last time i played i touched a basketball it was embarrassing it was (laughs) it was abysmal um i Caleb, he says this but he still definitely dropped like 20 and whatever (laughs) it was it wasn't like i need to 
as soon as the problem is, and, and if you don't have like a regular gym membership, you're not in the getting up shots regularly, <laughs> especially somebody you played like, and I just have high expectations. My mm-hmm. my forte in the game was my IQ, my ability to pass, my ability mm-hmm. to make plays happen. And, like, when my pass is, like, 0.1 second off, that that's going to throw off the entire play because I'm, I'm mm-hmm. about making those quick point guard-like decisions. And so it was, it was just uh, – it was obnoxious. Yeah, I still dropped a couple points, but <laughs> – Right. I want to win. I want to win every time I touch the basketball. I'm ultra competitive. Right. Tigo, I don't know if I ever mentioned, but me and me and Caleb were not only uh, friends just hanging around school during the day, but uh, we <laughs> we're we're um, we're well, we not anymore. <laughs> but we were playing uh, intramurals at Valpo. Got a little squad yep. together. Um, ran intramurals. What we we. Got into the tournament, even though everybody yeah. made the tournament. Um, we played a really good team. We were down by, what, 32 with six minutes left. Something like and that, we, you know. We brought it back to, like, we were down by eight. And then we literally went on, like, a 25-0 run because we all know basketball is a game of runs no matter no matter the team. And uh, we just fell short. But it was a really fun season. And – I it think I've, I had told Caleb before, like, yeah, you know, Tigo from the podcast, he's the one that got me playing like this. <laughs> hey, can you guys hear me? Max, yeah, welcome we, yeah, back. Hey, so I, I lost service. I don't know why. That was so weird. No, you were cutting out oh, right good. before it happened, so I figured something was going oh. crazy. It was um, so but... random. Oh, oh it's good. good to have you back, Max. <laughs> <laughs> We were just talking about how uh, I helped Alex become one of the best basketball players in Northwest Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is facts. <laughs> I will say sure. that a lot of the training that I implemented with you, Alex, was things that I I worked on or tweaked with Max. We we that summer I remember it was a grind. It was a grind. Grind, bro. A grind. All the exercises that we did were basketball focused. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from Max because he was getting tips and tricks from all these other trainers, like mm-hmm. really good trainers from these, you know, pro stars that he was mixing with, like like explosive drills, like good drills for shooting. I would. Mm-hmm. I was. I was pretty much your ball boy for at least two or three of your home games, two or three home games. So I knew what your shooting routine was looking like. So, yeah. So if you're if you're ever wondering where you got half those workouts from, it's probably not. Hey, I, <laughs> they work. So. And it works. It works. <laughs> I can't I, – I, he's proof, so. Sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, Max, I don't know if do you want to finish what you were – what you were talking about, or uh, can you say that one more time? You broke, you broke, you cut out. Do you want to? Um, you were just talking about. I know you said your your biggest accomplishment was being able to go play for a great team. Um, do you want to finish talking about your um next big goal? Yeah, my next big goal is to win a championship in Japan, and mm-hmm. to be selected on the Japanese national team for the World uh, FIBA Games. To be on the world stage, that would be. Oh, that would be. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, <Yo. laughs> I'm gonna need. Awesome, I need man. tickets. I need tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's all I gotta say. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, again, Max, thank you for answering all the questions. Um, great, great to great to hear some of that stuff, and uh, definitely fun to hear you and Tigo. About about the the college days, um, yeah. but you know what time it is now is it is NBA in season tournament time. What's 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 takes? What we got, guys? I watch it. I watch the games every single day, bro. On my NBA TV app, I'm watching every single game. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. No, for sure. It's just what we've said in recent episodes is just how much more entertaining the NBA in-season tournament games are than a regular game. Don't get me wrong. I could – yesterday – I had nothing really going on. I watched six straight NBA games because it was all like the first one started at two and the last one started at nine. That's all I was doing yesterday. But these in-season tournament games, though, like they're just different. Like everybody is acting different. Everybody's moving different. Everybody wants that trophy. That's what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way yeah. I think it was Sacramento came uh, came back on the on the Warriors. Am I, am I, am oh, I yeah. remember? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I watched that um, game. I watched yeah. that game. That was and crazy. Clippers too last night. Yeah, Clippers came back down. Clippers to what, did it too. 20, 20. They were down 28, 26. Yeah, they no, beat they... the Warriors last night too. Paul Paul George game winner, wasn't it? Right. Yeah, Paul George game winner. got one on crazy. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Warriors. He finally, he, he finally got to do what has been done on him at least <laughs> seven or eight times. Right. <laughs> that yeah, but. Definitely, this this season season tur- this end season tournament. Sorry, is uh, is beautiful to watch. I'm excited for the four teams in the East, no, the West. Um, like you said, it's not teams that you might project or predict to go far or even be in the top eight. But right. now, I mean, with how hard they played, I would not expect for any of these teams not to make it. I mean, even the mm-hmm. Knicks. I think the Knicks are off to a good start this season, and they're gonna get they're gonna get into the playoffs. Um, I think that, in my opinion, the sleeper team in the West is definitely the Kings. They might be like one of the most top, like strong teams in the West. Yeah, for sure, talked yeah. um, talk about enough. And then I just have a weird feeling, but. The Bucks aren't really impressing me right now, so I just mm-hmm. feel like they don't have as strong of a of a chance in the in the East. The Pacers are definitely a super team in the East, right? Oh my God, the Pacers, Tyrese Halliburton. Oh my goodness. Hey, I'll be the first to say I was not a I was not a like a a big fan. I thought he was overhyped. But I've been watching some games of him, and he made me a fan, man. He, I'm a That's believer what I'm now. saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm a believer now. I trained with Tyree Taliburton in the summer at Impact before I went to Japan. And I was That's like, this dude, this dude is all right. Like, he's getting overhyped. He went to <laughs> Iowa State. He went to Iowa State. Like, he didn't do much. He averaged like 12 and 10 or something like that. Yeah. And then and on the Kings, he was nice. He was a hard worker. I know he was always working out with Phil Handy or uh, – does it feel handy? No, it was uh, Rico Hines. He was always working out with Rico Hines in the okay. Sacramento. And, um, and man, he man has he taken advantage of the opportunity in the Pacers, bro. Yeah. He he is so, like, fun to watch. Like, the way yeah. he can just drain threes and then on top of it just be casually getting 15, 16 assists every night. Casually. Just – it's it's – like Stockton type type that stuff. That boy can shoot. That boy can yeah. shoot, boy. For sure. When I honestly, the first I ever really paid attention to Tyrese Halliburton was a three point contest. Was it last year or the year before? One or the other. And I'm thinking, hey, this guy is hitting these shots with this with this wacky little jump shot he got. I know, and now it's so like, wacky. <laughs> just taking over this team. Indiana basketball, nonetheless, and uh, and he's just he's just hooping. <laughs> and honestly, when it comes to the in-season tournament, for me, guys, it's it's the guys who are going to win this are the guys who want it the most, right? Yeah. Let's yep. like let's think about it. KD, D. Book, Bradley Beal, all accomplished stars in the league. Do they really want it more than like? a guy like De'Aaron Fox or a guy like Tyrese Halliburton. Like, come on. These guys, mm-hmm. these are young guys who want to prove themselves. Like, I don't know. I just think it's going to come down who, to who wants it more. I agree. Yeah, the kids are hungry. The kids are hungry. It's a new thing. You know, new kids adapt to – kids adapt to the trends faster. De'Aaron, I think, is <laughs> – 
in a perfect stride right now um, mm-hmm. in terms of like his development over the years in the NBA. And, but he's just, he's not, I think he's just going to show out this tournament. I just have a, and don't forget about Malik. Malik, Oh, yeah, he's my, is yeah. also a yeah. hooper hooper. He's a hooper hooper now. Very underrated. Right. And then just to add to it, like the fact that it's the fact that it's single game elimination, like anything can happen. It's anything no guarantee at all that these powerhouse teams are gonna win. No guarantee at all. The Bulls beat the Bucks the other day. <laughs> like <laughs> Anything and the Bucks happen. are a one seed, <laughs> right? Anything is possible. So, yeah, for real. So who who do you guys got coming out on top in season tournament? Definitely should be a good one. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the matchups right now. Mm-hmm. Man, that's tough. It's it's definitely a tough like road no matter yeah, what. Yeah, it's for any team. I'm just I was telling I'm just waiting for for the LeBron fans to be if if the Lakers win I'm waiting for the LeBron <laughs> fans to be does MJ have an in season tournament win? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not get into goat debates. But. <laughs> Like let's not even because because MJ's MJ's career was a roller coaster. MJ's yes, career it was. It was a roller coaster. So it was and and not to say that LeBron hasn't gone through his emotional highs and lows, but like, but LeBron has been just like consistent. He like stays out of the tabloids. He hasn't had any crazy teammates. Mm-hmm. No un- unbelievable team drama. You know, you know. If only he was with Kyrie today. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that, rela- <laughs> I don't know if that relationship is, is going to be as copacetic as when they were both, you know, in <laughs> I don't know if. I don't know if they have interest in getting back with one another, but mm-hmm. if they both didn't have egos at their prime, I, I don't know. I just feel like Kyrie wants to shine. Mm-hmm. No disrespect yeah. to Kyrie. He's, he's you know one of the best point guards in the game, one of the best handles ever in the game. But they didn't seem like a happy couple. A happy duo. Mm. Yeah, so with that, Matt, who do you think is going to win the in season tournament? Yeah. Mm. That's a good question. Uh, Pacers could win it, the Lakers could win it. Mm-hmm. Warriors are out now, 76ers could win it. Did you hear me? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting for sure. Like, honestly, any any of these guys that are in here could win. All right. Nope. I was just saying, you know, it comes down to whoever wants it more. Really, that's what it is. Nope. So. Yeah, that's always what it is. And so that being said, me, I I'm gonna have to go with the Kings. I'm gonna have to go with the Kings. Yeah, um, I think like, they easily take care of the Pelicans. Yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, after the Kings. Yeah, I would like to see the Pacers win it, but I don't know. They got already a tough game, first game against the Celtics, but mm-hmm. right. it definitely would be interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm real excited for for this tournament, and I think it's turned out to be a great move for the league to to implement this tournament. Because look at what it's yeah. got us doing. We've been talking about it for for 15 <laughs> minutes now. All right. <laughs> so, hey, it's a win-win. The league, the fans, everybody gets the players. Everybody gets a little something out of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
So I just wanted to, as, as I mentioned, I just wanted to touch on the on the Clippers a little bit. Um, you know, I said this is a team that we're not used to seeing four superstars actually get their act together <laughs> to get on the same team, and that's what we're seeing here with the Clippers in the fact that they're all meshing, they're all gelling, and I credit that to the fact that for once some of the superstars on the team actually want to play defense. <laughs> Kawhi, Paul George, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> I'm going to leave Harden out of this one. <laughs> Them three, they like to lock up. <laughs> they like to lock up. And that's what's making this work right now. Not only that, but they also have good role players. It's just a well-built team. I'm not by any means saying that they're winning the championship. Matter of fact, getting out the second round. But it's actually, I think, the super team that is that has worked the best thus far. Yeah, definitely starting to look, you know, a little bit promising right now. So definitely could get behind that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a small sample size, of course. I right. Mean, they've right. really only been gelling for two weeks or so. Um, no, no, I'm excited for him. We'll just have to see. We'll just have to see what happens with him. Um, now here's here's what <laughs> what I'm excited to get into, and I'm sure y'all are too. <laughs> are the Bulls back? <laughs> are no, they're not back. They are not back <laughs> whatsoever. And they're about to, they're about to <laughs> trade Demar Derozan too. Yeah. Oh, don't even say. Honestly, I was I was talking about this. I would be more hurt if they traded Demar than Zach. Honestly, yeah. Zach has been there for five more years, but I'm more emotionally attached to to DeRozan at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have more hope in building a team where I'm Demar than mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. Zach. Yeah, I mean. We've got the sample now that this team can win without Zach. They can win with uh, DeMar. They can win with Booch. They can win with Kobe White. Patrick Williams, a nice contribution. Um, the second coming of Michael Jordan, Alex Caruso. <laughs> okay. Alex oh, Caruso has been doing Jesus his Christ. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Here's what they got to do. Simply trade Levine to the Lakers for Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura. Boom. Five seed right there. <laughs> That's it. I disagree. I disagree, bro. Really? Okay. I think, Zach Levine, I think Zach Levine is more valuable to the team than Rui Hachimura and Alex Caruso. I mean, and uh, Austin Reeves. The reason I said that is because in a system – We've seen this. Austin Reeves and Rui Hachimura can produce, and they're solid. But mm-hmm. they're not star players. And DeMar DeRozan is old. And what do we know about the old players in the league nowadays? They're not hungry anymore. Like, we're talking about these young players like Tyrese Halliburton and mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox. Like, those guys are hungry. DeMar is solid. He's going to give you 20 and 10 every night. But he's not out there trying to get a chip anymore. And he's just too old to, to go out and do that. He's not he's not Jordan. He's not LeBron. Like he doesn't have that like that crazy next like he it's just not, it's just different. We we've seen that from him and it's just not gonna come. So if you bring Rui and Alice Caruso, like they don't have a superstar to contend with for these super teams like the 76ers and like Milwaukee. Like they need Levine for scoring. As much as like Levine doesn't have that dog. He does have that dog, but he doesn't have that LeBron and MJ dog or Kobe dog. Mm-hmm. He's still better than Rui and uh, Reeves because you've got Alex Caruso. Like, Caruso is, is like a stronger, less polished Reeves. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're – Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're, they're not the same player, but they're the same, like, caliber role player, you know? Right. And Rui, Rui in my opinion, is not even better than Vujicic. I think Vujicic mm-hmm. is better. He has more years in the league. He's more reliable. He, he, like he's been averaging twenty for the last like three years. You know, Rui right. averaged like 
12 and, or 15 at, at on the Wizards, and right now he's averaging like seven on the Lakers. Right. I guess the reason why I do think – so here's here's my thing about, you know, so would you rather trade DeMar than Zach then? Is that like the main thing? I would. I would. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I agree. I do think one of them Max, has I just to go. Say, Max, thank you for sharing your opinion, uh, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I do think I do think one of them has to go because they don't know how to play together. Yeah, for right. sure. Yeah. Now it could be it could very well be Demar. You could be right. Zach is younger. He's on the longer contract, but the man had two points a couple nights ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he shot, Anderson... one, he shot like one for nine. Like, if this was last year, and Zach Levine was hooping last year, toward the end of the year, hundred percent, go ahead, keep Zach. Be have Demar the one to go for some better pieces. But right now, it's it's honestly it might be a coin toss. <laughs> and knowing this front office, it could very well be a coin toss. Yeah. Right now, I would say DeRozan probably more likely to get traded because, you know, there's no market for Levine right now. I saw, like, the, the other day because of his contract and his um, pr- production so far. Teams are worried about that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's definitely a questionable situation. Yeah. I just – I hope that they don't – okay. I'm going to sound stupid now because a couple weeks ago I was saying blow it up. But I hope they don't blow it up. <laughs> because they have, <laughs> they have something. They just need that last piece to fit in to bring it all together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 And it's just like I don't know what they give up to get that, and I don't even know what that piece is. Is it literally Patrick Beverly, <laughs> or is it? I I don't know. Chris Middleton. I don't know. <laughs> He would be nice, bro. He'd be, a, he'd be a great piece for them. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody Alex, who can knock down a shot. <laughs> Alex, okay. All right. The problem with having a podcast is that I just want you to remember that your your words are written in stone in the digital. <laughs> so the fact that you're going from blowing up to not blowing up <laughs> to being to being hurt with the actions of James Harden to now somewhat supporting <laughs> him. We're, what is going on here? This is an emotional I, roller coaster I'm dealing with. I'm just I am <laughs> I am Kyrie's career in a podcaster. That's okay. All that okay. All right. <laughs> That's all Kyrie <laughs> no, but I, I'm still I'm still firm on the on the blowed up. I, okay. I haven't seen, I haven't seen any like camaraderie as a team, and so, I mean, I feel like there's some college teams I have more faith in than <laughs> some women's college basketball teams that I have more faith in than. Mm-hmm. Now here's here's a question: If you are to blow it up, who? What's the list of guys you're keeping on on the roster? Uh, on the Bulls roster, who am I gonna keep? Yeah. And I would be hurt if you don't say Kobe White. Well, I mean, yeah, Kobe, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe has proven himself. He's one of the people that I get excited. Like even Chicago, would get excited to see him come in the game because, like, this guy's gonna try his hardest. Um. <sighs> Did you see his game last night by chance? No, I did not. I did not catch that game. He had what was it, Caleb? Thirty-three, yeah. nine, and, and eight. Yeah, I think he had thir- yeah, thirty-one, nine. Was it assists or rebounds? I forget. But I know he had eight, eight, three, four rebounds. Yeah, eight threes, right? Yeah, bro. So yeah, Kobe. Who else you got to go? Uh, Vooch. I keep Vooch. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, Alex, just because I like him, mm-hmm. and ideally, I keep uh, Jamar. Anybody else can get it; they can go. 
See you later. Kick rocks. <laughs> like Lonzo. Okay. I, I I grew up watching Lonzo. Oh, yeah, we haven't even talked about Lonzo. We haven't even mm-hmm. talked about him. Like so <laughs> he's like, there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. That's why we haven't talked about. It's like it, just like Lonzo, just like um Zach. It's like the season that they were clicking and there everything was hunky dory and Chicago could smile again. Like we were like, yeah, we're all for you. We got your back. Now it's like you guys are starting to turn into the Chicago Bears, where <laughs> there's just no hope for you. There's no hope. What's their record? What's right. the what's the um, record right now? The Bulls. What are they? Seven yeah. and fourteen, something like that. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, I think it's yeah. it's all because Lonzo's hurt though. He's the facilitator. Honestly. Yeah, Honestly. I agree. I've been saying that. Right. No, because remember they they were a one seed when they had Lonzo healthy a couple yeah. years ago. They were the one seed. Yeah, man. All of a sudden, Lonzo gets injured. Caruso gets blasted by Grayson Allen, <laughs> and it's just the whole season upside Crumbles. down. Yep, it's been downhill ever since. So, and I was I, I was telling Caleb this the other day. Chicago has some big what ifs. Yeah. It has some big what ifs. Number like number one for me being if what if Derrick Rose didn't get injured. Number two, I don't know if you guys remember Cody Parkey missed that field goal <laughs> to, yeah. to to move him on to the next round of the playoffs. I yeah. think that Lonzo, like what if Lonzo never got hurt, has surpassed that in my mind. Like what if Lonzo Ball, Chicago Bulls legend Lonzo Ball, never got hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's always been the bigger story for me. Mm-hmm. Respect, with all due respect to the Bears organization. Yeah, I, I think um, even if they made that field goal, um, they would have found a way to mess it up the next game. It's just, <laughs> this is how the Bears do. Yeah. Um, and basketball, basketball is definitely a sport that's more. Like, in the NFL, anybody can win any week. In the NBA, if you're on a hot streak, if you're on a run, if you're solid at home, like, that can really change your momentum. Um, And the crazy thing is, is, like, a Chicago home game will always be packed. Right. No matter what. Right. The fans got their back. But, like, are we going to cheer for you? That's a (laughs) question. Right, we'll show up. It's just we'll show we'll up. We'll see if we're feeling like cheering or booing. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> pick what you want. This is this is up to you. You right. so fire, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just we'll see what happens with the Bulls. Whether they still decide to blow it up, whether they get blown out by thirty and whoever they play against next, we'll see. Um, does anybody have anything they want to add? I, I do want to add some, something real quick, and I want to get mm-hmm. um, Tigo's take on it. Um, so after the Bulls-Pelicans game when I, yesterday, there was a video that surfaced today that Zion was in the tunnel with a Bulls um, staff, staff member. And then, and then the staff member asked him, like, oh, I heard you, like, you want to come play for us and stuff like that. And then Zion's like, no, nah, don't say that out loud. Uh-oh. So – I was just curious what your thoughts are on that because I know Zion for president, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know, last last time we had a podcast, you know, I I renounced my my bid for committing Zion. For president. <laughs> um, okay, well, what about Zion for mayor of Chicago? Zion for mayor of Chicago has a nice ring to it, though. <laughs> He definitely, you know, he could definitely be mayor of Chicago. And then once he establishes his political career here, then we can revisit that idea of signing for president. But, okay. yeah, definitely. You can get him on the mayoral docket. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Well, hey, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Because, like, that was one of the first things I heard was straight up swap Levine for Zion. Yeah, and I didn't hear a single thing about it when you told me. I was shocked. But now, yeah. I don't know. Here we go. It's picking up. 
Problem child for problem child. <laughs> All right. Oh, anybody have anything to add? No, not for me. Thanks. That's it. All right. Well, Max, again, Thanks thank for... you so much for, for coming on with us tonight. I guess in this morning for you. <laughs> yeah, this morning. Um, <laughs> it's been real fun. It was fun to hear everything that's going on with you. Yep, yep. Um, Tigo, thank you again for reaching out. Um, and yeah, thank you all for, for being on for another episode. Yes, sir. Uh, this has been on the fast break. Uh, see you guys. I right, see you. Take it easy, gentlemen. Oh. Thank you for having me. I had such a blast with you guys. Absolutely. Thank you for yes, coming sir. on. Thanks, Max. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, guys. Peace. Okay, y'all. Have a good one. Peace. We'll talk soon. You too. Yep.